When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger, yet another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for the 7th of February. It's 2024 and woo, it is gorgeous outside, isn't it? I mean, if you happen to be watching this on YouTube, look behind me. The sunshine is just, oh, baby. It is amazing when you live in Michigan. It could be 36 degrees outside, but if it's sunny during February, you feel like, you know what? It feels like 85. I'm not even kidding. Yesterday, Tuesday, I ran four miles. I'm not just trying to tell you that I run, but like it was gorgeous outside. Thursday, I'm going to go get myself a tea time because it's supposed to be 54 degrees. 54 degrees in February. Feels like you're stealing something, doesn't it? That's a beautiful feeling. Enjoy this, people. Enjoy it. I must say, the best way to get over a Lions loss to the Niners in Santa Clara and in the NFC title game is simple. Give us sunny weather. I think we all feel a hell of a lot better. But I got some stuff for you today that I wanted to uh, throw your way, let you know. Curious what you think. By the way, uh, thank you for the viewership and listening to yesterday's podcast it was all about brad holmes calling out some reporters tomorrow on the podcast i got more brad holmes for you he talks about the nfl draft in detroit and other things so we'll do that on a thursday but i saw this early yesterday morning and i wanted to hit on it because i think it's interesting so you have heard of the players tribune correct it's where athletes the big timers go and they write letters about whatever they're dealing with. I think Derek Jeter set it up, if I'm not mistaken. I could totally be wrong about that. But anyway, Lions linebacker Alex Anzalone decided to go to the Players' Tribune and defend Dan Campbell and also had a statement about the Lions next season. I want to give this to you because I got to believe Alex Anzalone's been listening to sports radio. I think he's been watching sports television and he wants to stick up for his head coach, which is understandable. Everybody's wondering why Dan Campbell did what he did in the NFC title game. Everybody's asking on radio, can you deal with Dan Campbell being like this? You know, it's kind of like having that great girlfriend. You totally love her. She's absolutely perfect, but she has kind of this gambling issue and you don't know if you're going to wake up the next day and all your stuff's going to be missing because she gambled it away or had to pay a gambling debt. It's kind of like Dan Campbell, isn't it? He's the perfect coach. He's done everything right. He's a great culture builder. He's a phenomenal coach. He develops talent. He's transparent. He's honest with his players. 
Everybody loves playing for him. Ben Johnson, we'll get to him, decided to stick around yet another year because he loves himself some Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell's the greatest coach we've ever had in Detroit. There's no question about it. Should win coach of the year. However, there's that little gambling problem. Campbell's gambles that you do wonder, maybe you don't, but I do, if it's going to rear its ugly head in the most inopportune time. And if it's going to cost you, like a lot of people believe it cost you, on Sunday in the NFC title game. But Alex Anzalone is not one of those people. Alex Anzalone gives his perspective about Campbell going for it on fourth down, not once, but twice in the second half. Let me read this to you. This is the first two paragraphs. I urge you, go to the Players' Tribune yourself and check this out because it's a really good letter by Alex Anzalone. But he says the following, Dear Detroit, we were all behind Dan on the fourth down call. Let's get that out of the way. If you could rewind time, we'd all do it again. A hundred times out of a hundred. The offense, the defense, everybody. If you have been following this team's journey for the last three years, then you know how we play football. You know the mentality that got us here. That's paragraph number one. Now, by the way, I don't know why people say that. It didn't work out, but we'd do it again. No, you wouldn't. You'd probably kick the field goal. Now, maybe you're going to say like Josh Reynolds catches the balls on those fourth downs and it works out. But if you know what's going to happen, and that's pretty much what he said, You'd do it again? No, you wouldn't. You'd kick a 45-yard field goal to go up 17, and then you might kick a 47-yard field goal to tie it in the fourth quarter at 27. But whatever. Let's get back to it, shall we? Here's paragraph two of Anzalone's letter to the Players' Tribune. It was the right decision. And I'm not talking about the right decision for analytics or talk radio or whatever. It was the right call for us especially in that moment. When you're in that situation, 20 games into an NFL season, it's not like a video game. You're not playing Madden. You have guys out there playing with bum ankles, guys playing with MCL sprains, guys taking nerve injections and Toradol, guys who could barely get out of bed that morning. It's a battle of wills at that point in the season. You're just running on pure belief and adrenaline. I feel like if you shy away from your identity in that moment, then you're betraying the very thing that got you there. I guess it's hard to argue with, except the goal still is to win. Like Anzalone went on and said he was really surprised that Campbell kicked the field goal right before halftime. And I get what he's saying. And of course, he's going to stick up for his coach. And to be frank with you, I'm kind of over it. And I think you might be over it too. But I thought it was newsworthy. I don't care about identity. I care about winning the football game. And you know what helps with a winning culture, which is your identity? Winning the football game. So the more I go down the road of recovering, if you will, the more I think it was probably a bad idea by Dan Campbell. I mean, everybody has their opinion. Alex Anzalone sticking up for his coach. And that's understandable. But that's not even the most interesting part. How Anzalone ended the letter, to me, was interesting. He says the following. It's something we feel in our bones. We want to make history next season. Anything less is failure. 
Alex Anzalone's talking about going to the Super Bowl, and anything less than the Super Bowl is failure. This is interesting. So to all the Lions fans out there, before I go, I have one final question for you. Are you going to watch it on Sunday? It's funny. When we had our exit meetings with Dan the other day, he actually asked the same thing. I didn't know how to answer. I honestly hadn't thought about it yet. And it kind of makes me sick thinking about going to some Super Bowl party and standing around like an idiot trying to pretend to be happy. But Dan said, no, you got to watch it, man. Use every second of it as motivation. I'll sure as hell be watching. Of course, they're talking about the Super Bowl. Anzalone goes on to say, I can't help but to have this image of Dan sitting in the dark room this Sunday all by himself, gripping his coffee cup for three hours straight, staring daggers at the TV, just counting down the milliseconds until training camp starts and we can run it back. He finishes it by saying this. This year it sucks. Next year, it's us. Believe, Alex Anzalone. Couple things for you. I can't get used to this Super Bowl or bus thing. I love that Anzalone says it. I love that Dan Campbell told Alex and the rest of the team, you got to watch the Super Bowl for motivation. I always think about J.J. McCarthy losing the TCU last year. And he's like standing on the field watching the Horned Frog celebrate as the purple and yellow confetti rained down from the top of the stadium. And they kept going back to that photo. And I think it helped. He used it as motivation. And of course, they win it all this year. I kind of feel that Lions and Lions fans are going to be watching this weekend. And they're going to be thinking the same thing. This year it sucks. Next year it's us. Yeah, I think you use it as motivation. But I don't know if I can wrap my head being a Lions fan for my whole life around this Super Bowl or bus mentality. I don't know that I can. I like it. I just don't know if I believe it. Like if they don't make the Super Bowl next year, but they win two rounds in the playoffs and get back to the NFC title game. Like, is that a failure? I like saying it. I'm just not so sure that I believe it. Maybe that makes me soft. I want to know from you. Comment section. Let me know. Is it truly Super Bowl or bust? And then also, do you think about Campbell's gambles? Do you think it's one part of Dan Campbell that you can accept? Or maybe you love every other part of the man except for that. So let me know. Comment section below. Super Bowl or bust? And are you good with all of Dan Campbell? move on because I got more for you. What the hell is going on with Ben Johnson? Ben Johnson made his decision. He told the commanders, listen, I'm not coming. Commanders were coming here regardless because they wanted to meet with Ben Johnson and Aaron Glenn. Now it comes out that while the commander's brass was in the air coming to Detroit in their beautiful, gorgeous private jet, Ben Johnson texted them and said, thanks, but no thanks. Now, you also have to understand Ben Johnson is coming off a NFC title game where his offense didn't perform in the second half. His head's probably all over the place. Is it really the best time for Ben Johnson to make a life-altering decision? The guy said he wants to stay in Detroit. I don't know why people can't just take him at his word. Instead, they're slandering him. Adam Schefter, his price has spooked other teams. 
There was another report. You know, he just doesn't interview very well. Whole athletic article talking about, you know, he's more of just like this guy that likes sitting in a room creating plays. He's like a mad scientist. He's not really a leader of men. Why is everybody so butthurt that Ben Johnson, his decision, wants to stay in Detroit? It makes no sense to me. It's bordering on the line of insanity right now. And it's not going away. How do I know this? Because Adam Schefter from ESPN went on Pat McAfee. And he talked about Ben Johnson. And I have a question for you before I play this. Why the fuck does Schefter care so much? You might be wondering why I asked that question. Take a listen. He gets so worked up. It's insane. It's like three minutes. So bear with me. But listen to Schefter start very calmly, and then he boils over. Johnson, obviously, is one of the top assistant coaches in the league. And the situation in the end didn't work out, I think, the way that a lot of people thought or hoped that it would. And again, Ben Johnson is entitled to do and stay wherever he wants. Um, he He's more comfortable in Detroit being the offensive coordinator right now. They, he just is. Like, um, you, you speak to other people that interviewed him as well, not just Washington, which didn't get the chance, uh, but he, he wasn't entirely comfortable, you know, getting ready to make the transition to become a head coach. Where, where it becomes an issue, I think, is this. If you know that you're pulling out of that job and you're withdrawing your name from consideration, all good. No issues. There's a time to do it when the Washington ownership group is not in the air on the way to see you in Detroit. Now, people could say they're coming to see Aaron Glenn there, too, and that is 100% accurate and true. They were on the way to see Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson. But if you're Ben Johnson, let's just think about this logically, okay? If you know that you don't want that job and you've committed to talking to these people who've spent weeks doing diligence on you and investigating the possibility of hiring you. Why would you not just sit down with them when your season's over? <laughs> Listen to them for two hours. Say, well, uh, Mr. Harris, Mr. Rails, very impressive. I want to wish you the best of luck. Good luck with everything. Thank you for coming to Detroit. Yeah. I'm very happy here. I'm going to stay, but I really appreciate You're that. You're going to love Aaron Glenn. You're going to love yeah, Aaron yes. Glenn. Yeah, all that type of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, oh, by the way, and I'll also say this, the commanders found out in midair at the same time that they were getting a text from an agent. So it wasn't like something that was done in advance or there was any warning. There were media reports. One person on the plane turned to another and said, is this true? He's not interviewing with us anymore? <laughs> uh, this guy, what, aren't we flying two meters? What the hell? Josh Harris, they don't do this in the NBA. <laughs> and then he goes, oh, these are basketball guys. So, then, so, so now, so now, back to the basket, basketball people. What does that mean? Either, either you're good and effective well, at your job or you're not. Either you know what ended. you're doing or you don't. Shefty's plugged. Okay? Yeah. Shefty's plugged with the commanders. Love we need to remember that. New ownership. <laughs> Shefty's plugged with the commanders. We need to remember that. This is good news for us because you are actually given their side of this whole thing, which as you lay it out, Completely understandable. Get it. So I, I think they're probably appreciative. What, what, what's the other side? What's the other side? Oh, that, by the way, he was just as uncomfortable <laughs> taking Seattle as he was Washington. Okay? Wham! Wham! Like, what the fuck? 
Honestly, why does Adam Schefter care so much? Oh, there's only one side of the story. How about the other side of the story? Ben Johnson didn't want to go to Washington. And that was his comments as they talked about he didn't believe the Washington people were serious about football, said they were more serious about basketball because the ownership group also owns a basketball team. Like, why can't people get over this? And what is Adam Schefter doing? Why is he so upset? What, because he's boys with the commanders? Oh, poor Washington. He said it himself. Washington was on their way to meet Aaron Glenn and Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson said, no, thank you. I'm staying in Detroit. You still met with Aaron Glenn, did you not? Now, you hired Dan Quinn, but you still met with Aaron Glenn. Didn't want to hire him, apparently, but you were still coming here for both of them. The other thing, too, is I find it so sickening, to tell you the truth, that Schefter and all these other talking heads are willing to slander Ben Johnson. Oh, he's not comfortable interviewing. Oh, he's not a leader of men. Oh, he asked for too much money. They're so comfortable slandering Ben Johnson just to stick up for the commanders because you know the commanders didn't want Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn's been there the whole damn time. They settled for Dan Quinn. So all these people are trying to carry the commander's water. Just admit you didn't get your guy. Bend your guy. He's 37 years old. There's going to be more chances. He didn't screw himself in future coaching circles. He didn't ruin his credibility. Just stop. He didn't want to go to Washington. Stop killing the guy. It's ridiculous. Let me know what you think. I don't know why it hurts me so much, but like, shut up, Schefter. Why are you so upset? I thought you're supposed to be neutral and impartial. Apparently not. All right, before we get going, let's lighten the mood. Super Bowl week is underway in Las Vegas. I heard Joe Buck talking about like, it's going to be so crazy. Something big is going to happen. He says it's going to be a disaster. I wish I was there. I think it's going to be really fun. But there are two moments already from Monday's media day that I love. One is about a niner. One is about a chief. The chief is Patrick Mahomes. And by now you've seen the photo of Mahomes and Brady side by side with their shirts off. And they both have kind of dad bods, I guess the proper term is. And it says something like two elite quarterbacks of a generation. They're not ripped. They're not chiseled by any means. So Patrick Mahomes, of course, at media day on Monday night, and somebody said, hey, Patrick, would you rather win another Super Bowl or have a six-pack? Take a listen to his response. This is awesome. Uh, another Super Bowl for sure. I, I have a six-pack. It's just under the dad bod. So it's just, if, if, if you feel, I mean, there might be some skin there, but then underneath that, the six-pack's there. You just got to get real close, and you got to squint a little bit, and I think you'll see it. I mean, how cool is that? Dude can make fun of himself. Dude is the best quarterback in the history of the game already. Six. AFC title games, four Super Bowls, and he can kid about not having a six-pack. That is my favorite Super Bowl moment without a doubt. My second favorite Super Bowl moment involves Kyle Shanahan, the head coach of the Niners. You got to listen to this, and you got to clear something up for me. So this is from Monday as well, Super Bowl media day, and he's talking to the NFL Network, and he was asked about Brock Purdy, his quarterback, and when Jed York, the owner of the Niners, walked up to him early on in the process and said, hey, how's our quarterbacks looking? 
did he have to say like Brock's our guy and he's like Mr. Irrelevant and he's like a third string quarterback? Like how did that all go down? Shanahan answers the question, but now there's speculation that he was hammered or at least tipsy. Take a listen. Was Kyle Shanahan a little in the bag answering this question about Brock Purdy? Well, it's, it's, it's funny to hear Jed say that because it wasn't the smartest moment I've ever had. I mean, when an owner comes in after training camp practices and is like, hey, how's the quarterback? And he, what he means is the starter yeah. or the second. And you and Irritation go, I don't know, but our third guy's the best. Like, that's not what he wants to hear. So that's why he remembers it very strong. But that was just more, Brock was so good right away with every rep he got. He was always the same. And he only got a couple of them. So it was, it was easy for me to say. Because in his few reps, he was the best. But if you know that for a fact, I mean, then you do what you do right away. But he was the best. and But you ease that on. And every time he got a little more reps, it was the same as when he only got two. And so when it was all said and done and he got a lot of playing time, I was like, oh, this looks exactly like what I told you when I was irritated. And he only had three reps. And I said, no, he's the best. But... That's what was so real about Brock. That's why after his seven games, his rookie year, even when he got hurt, we knew what we had because he'd been that way in practice every day, and it was the exact same way in the games. All right, so he started off sounding rather drunk. Then I think he cleared it up rather well. You got to go watch the video. I think he was a little... Ah, he's had a couple. I got to believe. But what do you think? Let's get to some comments and then let's get the hell out of here and move on with your hump day. Cool? All right. Fantastic. My last podcast was all about Brad Holmes and him calling out the media and him demanding accountability. I thought it was funny. Some people in the media didn't think it was as funny. Like I listened to our midday show, Doug and Scott, and they seemed a little annoyed, even offended that Brad Holmes would call out the media. I mean, listen, we rip on Brad. He can rip on us. I got no issue with that. And by the way, neither him or us are going to be 100% correct on any prediction or opinion that we utter. So it is what it is. But here's some comments. And then, by the way, tomorrow I have a huge announcement about the comments and you and how... I kind of feel we're going to get a little competitive. We'll do that tomorrow on the Daily Ticket. But here we go. Stenbo1374 says, I absolutely love the Brad Holmes end of the season press conference. Best ever, not just because he cashed receipts, because of his energy. It felt genuine, real, no lies, from the heart. How can you not love this presser? Finally, finally, we have a top flight front office. Sheila has turned this thing around. We love you, Sheila. This is from Comment Extraordinary. Come on, dude. I've listened to 97.1 all the time. Everyone on the station was hating for weeks, and some still maintain last year's rookies were still reaches. Okay. That's what Brad was all upset about. Then I got a couple more for you. Scott Park, it's taken years, but I finally like you. How about that? Berman, 8366, I say this as a friend. Let it go, man. Your scalp is clearly visible. Oh, yeah, I got to shave the head. I know. And then how about one more for you? Clinton Iumer. 
Yeah, Rieger, I don't know why you think everybody hates you. I know the ticket text on the radio. But I definitely enjoy your content, bud. And he gave two fire emojis. Did you see that right there? Yeah, that's right. Two fire emojis. All right. I feel very good about that. That is a good way to end the podcast. All right. Let me know in the comment section below what you think about so many of the topics we've gone over. We'll catch you tomorrow on a Thursday. Everybody have a great rest of your Wednesday. Tomorrow, big announcement too. Big announcement about the comments. We'll get to that too on the daily ticket. Bye, everybody.